You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, just a quick interruption here before we get the game going. If you would like to actually see our faces, we did a live video version of this that went up on our Facebook group and our YouTube channel yesterday. You can check it out there. Uh, If not, uh, please enjoy. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! All right, hello and welcome to episode four of our Triviality Blood Sports series. Uh, joining me in the studio, Neil, Matt, Ken. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Jeff. I do not know what to do with my hands on this video, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to leave them here. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so, um, yep, we are on to episode four, which uh, Ryan will tell us about the rules in just a minute, but I'm going to kick it over to Neil to remind us about who our remaining competitors are and uh, what they're up to. Right. So we're on episode four. It's been uh, somewhat of a long journey, a long Kumite tournament, uh, a la Bloodsports. So uh, still with us. Uh, in the tournament is Joe Wen, Greg Johnson, and Dustin Resch. Uh, so let's start with uh, Joe Wen. Uh, how are you feeling after uh, four weeks of uh, hard competition? Ooh, uh, it's, it's a bit uh, strenuous, a bit tiring, but I'm, I'm glad I'm surviving still. It's a great day to see uh, uh, two other bald men do so far, do so well so far. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. You're, you are correct. Yeah, it's a good day for bald guys. <laughs> In the end, we all press our foreheads together. I'm having together a pretty good day for myself, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. Solidarity <laughs> with Ken. Everyone's shaving their head. Uh, they all can grow hair. They just choose not to. <laughs> Well, uh, it, I can it, grow some, not a, not a lot. <laughs> so for for uh, three weeks already, uh, as audience members, you've seen if you've been watching the video version of this, you've seen uh, some artwork behind Dustin. Dustin, where can people find that artwork? Because that is your artwork. Uh, my artwork is uh, centrally at dustinresh.com. So d u s t i n r e s c h dot com. So that splits off to my children's book art and my superhero art and my art for sale and my. My shirt's for sale. I just stepped on my microphone. <laughs> yeah, very nice. That's a, that, the that's a shirt, bad though. <laughs> can we talk about this shirt really quick? About this shirt? Yeah, if I can stand up again without stepping on my dumb cord. Um, so this is uh, Walter Subcheck from Big Lebowski <laughs> saying that you're entering a world of pain if you 
Mark, the wrong sherbet flavor again. <laughs> there Mark you go. <laughs> uh, and uh, one of those laughs was from Greg Johnson from uh, South Carolina, our, our wrestling fan. Uh, so how are you feeling after all this? Are you, uh, are you needing a little bit of a, a boost from maybe a tag team partner or something? You know, I, I thought about tagging out, but, you know, I'm just, I, I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. Um, you know, just keep going. Try to get a, a Hulk up coming up pretty soon. <laughs> Yep, you've been listening to the audience and getting all those uh, the Hulkamaniacs and or uh, Johnson maniacs in your in your corner. Uh, so yes. yeah, thank you for everyone who for joining in to, uh, watching the video version of this and also listening to the audio version, uh, whichever way you prefer. Uh, this has been a, a really fun, uh, you know, first try of this, and uh, we're we're getting better each time. And uh, all that is due to our Universal Champion Ryan Clefcorn Myers, who came up with this concept. So uh, I'm going to throw it to him to to give us a little recap of what we're going to be doing today, so the competitors will also find uh, find out at the same time. It'll be pretty interesting. All right, folks. Episode four has the title "Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Trivia." <laughs> I wonder if that's what they mean by life, liberty, and the happiness of pursuit. <laughs> We will go through one of every trivia player's most cherished pastimes, and we will be playing, more or less, a game of Trivial Pursuit. Each player will attempt to complete a pie from the original genus edition of Trivial Pursuit, which, reminder, your categories are geography, entertainment, history, arts and literature, science and nature, and sports and leisure. You c- the contestants will go one at a time in the categories of your choice, and you must answer three questions correctly in that category to earn that category's wedge. You will be asked a maximum of three questions in a row. If a contestant answers correctly, they will be given another question. If they are incorrect, their turn will end. Once the wedge is completed, your players, uh, the, the player's turn stops as well, so if you can't just run the table the entire time. Uh, once a contestant earns all six wedges, they will win this episode and move on to the final, while the other two contestants go to the showdown. Uh, a contestant may also switch categories at the risk of losing current progress you've made in your category. So if if history is way too much for you right now, you can switch over to science and nature, but if you've earned one or two pieces there uh, so far, they are gone. And you'll have to get three more next time you go, mm-hmm. so it's best to stay in your category. Uh, Joe was the winner of the Greed episode last week, so his uh, bonus, his advantage for winning, he gets to go first this episode. Okay. And Jeff will be hosting, and I will swing it over to him. All right. So uh, does Joe get his pick of uh, starting category then as well? He can choose whichever one of the six he wants, and we can repeat those categories if you need to write them down again. Yes, please. Those are geography, entertainment, history, arts and literature, science and nature, and sports and leisure. All right. I will start off with sports and leisure, please. I, uh, I kind of wondered if that would be the case. <laughs> yes. All right. So your first question in sports and leisure. As per reports from the... Oh, sorry. Give me a second here. Oh, no. I had it right. Okay. Your first question in sports and leisure. As per reports from the All England Lawn Tennis and Croquet Club, 166,055 portions of what food pairing were consumed during the 2017 Wimbledon Championships? I gotta go with strawberries and cream. Uh, that is because that's the right answer. Well done. 
Not you, uh, not peaches and cream. No. Not peaches and cream. No. One twelve. Shout out. Not one fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And your second question in sports and leisure. In yarn handicrafting, if following a pattern, you might come across something like two or uh, K two tog and P two tog. In this case, what do the P and K stand for? Okay, I think K is knits and P is pearl. And you are correct. Knit wow. and pearl cool. are the K and P in question. The other K, P in question uh, would be me. That's mm. true. That's true. Very true. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> question three. What board game, whose origins lie in India, is allegedly one of the origins of the phrase back to square one? You got this one, Matt. <laughs> we may I, have, I may have asked this question about three times in on these games. <laughs> these uh, are all on future uh, episodes of our show, or past, depending on when this comes out. Oh, boy. Is it Parcheesi? Ooh. Uh, Parcheesi is an Indian game, but unfortunately it is Snakes and Ladders, or as we would oh. accept the common uh, uh, current, Shoots oh and Ladders. So Joe is sitting at two out of three, and play will go to uh, Greg, because he had the next best score last episode. Okay, so uh, I get to choose the category, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. So, so Okay, so I will ch choose entertainment. All right. Uh, entertainment is the category for Greg. So question one. What 2017 hit film deals with something called The, sh the Sunken Place? Uh, th that would be Get Out. That would be Get Out. Well done. Question two in entertainment. Judd Hirsch won two Emmys for playing Alex Rieger on what sitcom? That's Taxi. It is Taxi. And a third question for you. What is the nickname of South African record producer Robert John Lang, best known for producing albums for ACDC, Britney Spears, Nickelback, and Shania Twain? Oh my goodness! Um, I have no idea. I I I, I tap out. <laughs> All right. He uh, he's commonly known by his nickname Mutt. Mm. Never heard that one. Mutt Lang. Sure, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> Another. So Greg is sitting at two out of three in entertainment. Yeah. So no one's got a wedge yet. Let's see if Dustin can do it. Can I ask a, a rules clarification? I'm not clear on how you get, like, if you've got two and you want to finish that category, would you have to pick it, finish it, and then your turn's over if you get one more one more right? Yes. Once you complete a wedge, your turn is done. You can't okay. go on to another one. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to start with Science and Nature. Science and Nature is the pick for Dustin. All right, your first question in Science and Nature the discovery of cosmic microwave background radiation in 1965 laid the theoretical foundations for what theory? The Big Bang Theory. That would be the Big Bang Theory, correct. Question number two. What German mathematician and scientist is largely responsible for our understanding of planetary motion, building on the work of Tycho Brahe? Kepler. Johannes Kepler. Well done. And question three. Antoine Lavoisier did not discover oxygen, but was influential in, in the understanding of what type of reaction? Combustion. Um, can you be more specific with that? Uh, 
let me think about that for a second before I put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> Or, or do you want me talking this out so there's not silence? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say while you were thinking, it's not uh, to be confused with the ladies' man favorite drink, Cavathier. Cavathier. Um, do you have uh, a guess? Yeah. Um, so, can I have? I'm sorry. Can I have a rephrase of the just the last part of the question? Sure. He was influential in understanding uh, what type of reaction. A catalytic reaction. Uh, incorrect. That would be a redox or oxidation reduction reaction, of which combustion is one of them, which is why I gave you the chance to clarify. But so the uh, have got it with an hour. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> extremely difficult. Well, yeah, <laughs> all three gentlemen are sitting at two out of three in their respective categories. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. You you'd only get a reduction in Beverly Hills, right? <laughs> Damn it, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back to Joe. All right. Um, yeah, stick with sports and leisure, please. Sounds good. All right, sports and leisure. So your next question in sports and leisure. Jason Williams was an innovative point guard for the Sacramento Kings during the late 90s. By what nickname do we better know Williams? That's my man, White Chocolate. Ah, <laughs> your man, White Chocolate. <laughs> yes. And Joe has completed the category, and the turn will now go over to Greg. Okay, I'm going to stick with entertainment. Entertainment. Back to Greg on entertainment. All right. Bill Robinson is the real name of what tap dancer and actor who is best remembered today for dancing with Shirley Temple in several films during the 1930s? Uh, I'm, I'll just guess Fred Astaire. Uh, I can't not hear this name said by um, kind of a uh, who's the who does the artist I'm thinking of? It's a uh, Bob Dylan. Big Ready Dirt Band. <laughs> that would be Mr. Bojangles. Bo <laughs> oh, okay. And over to Dustin for Science and Nature to see if he can complete that. Do I need to hit that one again, or can I choose? A uh, if one? you choose a different category, you lose the two I out of three those. you've made so far. Well, screw that. Let's go with science and nature. <laughs> Niels Bohr expanded on Heisenberg's uncertainty principle by finding that electrons have qualities of both of what, which has become a cornerstone of the modern understanding of quantum physics. What is... What is? <laughs> <laughs> the right answer. We've gone four episodes until that happened. Uh, um, so mass and direction uh they exhibit uh, qualities of both being a particle and a wave okay <laughs> understood the way that was worded yeah. fair enough oh, science man we are now over to greg to see if he no we're not that's a lie joe. <laughs> joe we are over to joe who has a new category to pick cool let's go with entertainment please entertainment it is all right, your next question in entertainment. In which season of HBO's Game of Thrones did the Red Wedding occur? Ooh, was it the third season? It was. It was season three. Your second question in this pie. Which British invasion group is known for tracks like Leaning on the Lamp Post and I'm Into Something Good? 
Something tells me I'm into something good. Who did that one? Yeah. Darn. The monkeys? No, unfortunately, that was Herman's Hermits. Mm. Herman's Hermits. Whoa. All right. <laughs> All right, so after that round, uh, we had to take a small break because uh, Jeff's phone was overloaded with uh, eyebrow-threading fetish videos, so we had a long discussion about that. So, uh, Greg, I think you're up next, so what would you like to go go with? Uh, I'll go. I'll stick with entertainment. All righty. Sounds good. Your first question in entertainment. What Swiss-French director was married to actress Anna Karina, who starred in several of his films, such as, well, there's no, well, I got Pierre Lefou. No problem there. Vivre uh, sa vie, Pierrot yeah. Lefou, and a woman is a woman. There we go. The last one would have been tough for you. So. <laughs> glad you got the pronunciation. It's, it's true. The, the English is, is tough for me. Uh, I have no idea. No idea. All right. Uh, unfortunately, that one was Jean-Luc Godard. Hmm. I famously subjected my friends to watching Pierre Lefou, and they did not appreciate it. <laughs> not it, as not good even when he wraps the dynamite around his the head? The episode of Cowboy Bebop? No, no. That uh, night, no. Uh, that night, Le Samurai was so much better. than. Oh, that yes, movie's incredible. Yes, 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 yes. I'm surprised they sat down to watch that. I'm very proud of them. Well, don't be so proud. They probably were asleep. Yeah, yeah you know how, not proud of you know how we force them to watch some movies sometimes. All right. Got to try and finish that science. You got it. All right. Your next question in science. Uh, F equals G times M1, M2 over R squared is the formula for what universal law? <laughs> I don't like when the science is this deep. <laughs> Dustin um, can't catch a break here with these science questions. Holy God. Can I hear the formula once more? Sure. F equals G times M1 times M2 over R squared. I'm going to say Newton's second law of motion. Uh, so it is the universal law of gravitation, which I'd have to check the Newton's laws because I don't remember which one's which. Gravitation's probably an Einstein, right? Uh, yeah. Jack. Just oh, pretend yeah. like I know. I mean, I, I was going to guess Judge Dredd, so I mean, I'm not even near <laughs> you guys. So. Yeah, that does sound like a science. You're right, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're moving over back to Joe, who I assume will stick with entertainment. Yes, please. All right, back to Joe in entertainment. Should be number eight. Uh, thank you. Uh, Blanksy's Beauties and Out of the Blue were two unsuccessful spinoffs of what TV show? Can you say the first one again? Blanksy's Beauties. Blansky. It could be Blansky. I'd need to blow these up. It is Blansky. My apologies. You're good. Blansky's Beauties and Out of the Blue were unsuccessful spinoffs of what show? That is correct. Oh, boy. I... I will go with Charlie's Angels? 
Uh, no, unfortunately, it is Happy Days. Happy wow. Days. Wow, really? They had a lot of spinoffs. Happy mm-hmm. Days. Yeah. Also, Mark and Mindy. Joni loves Chachi. Laverne and Shirley. Shirley, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mr. Wow. Miyagi. And like Happy King... Days itself was a spinoff <laughs> of Love American Style. Yeah. Right. Wow. All right. Wow. There's something new. And uh, the next question in entertainment to Greg. What artsy band had hit albums in the 1970s with Fragile, Close to the Edge, and Relayer? No idea. Uh, Fleetwood Mac. Uh, unfortunately, that is the band Yes. Hmm. And we are going over to Dustin, who is going to try once more at Science and Nature. I just want Greg's questions, man. He's getting all my wheelhouse over there. <laughs> or, or maybe just my wheelhouse isn't science. Let's oh. forge on. Well, the good news is you get, if you get one right, then you're done with it. So you just got to finish it out. That's true. Number six on science. Next question to you. On the electromagnetic spectrum, you would find what type of waves between radio and infrared? Microwaves. Well, I'm glad that you uh, took off your tinfoil hat for that one. It is microwaves. All right. ah. You've <laughs> completed the category. <laughs> die. And we... Science and nature. Die. <laughs> We're going over to Joe. I will stick with entertainment, please. All right. On to the next question in entertainment. Number ten. Yes. No. I. Uh, sorry. I'm just scrolling up and down. No. Yes. Was the answer to the last one. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no. Just... All right. Next question to you, Joe. What Oscar winner portrayed Itzhak Stern, the titular character, Jewish accountant, in Steven Spielberg's Schindler's List? Uh, Ben Kingsley. Sir Ben Kingsley is correct. Mm -hmm. Next question for you. Played by Larissa Olniak, what titular Nickelodeon character gets in a car accident with a truck carrying chemicals and develops powers from the incident? Uh. Uh, Oh, I love this lady. Uh, Crush going up. Uh, Alex Mack. Ah, yes, the secret world of Alex Mack. And Jason has completed entertainment. Play will move over to Greg. I knew that last question. Correction. Jo- Joe uh, has completed Joe, entertainment. Yes. <laughs> yep, Jason, yeah, Jason unfortunately... Jason's one right in like a month at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> Where has he been? He's, he's been recovering from Chong Lee, man. He's, <laughs> he's almost dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg, uh, what category would you like? I'm going to stick with entertainment. All right. All right, on to the next one, in entertainment. Barbara, Irene, and Louise were a popular group of country singers, singing sisters in the 70s and 80s that shared what last name? Uh, Anders. Ah, unfortunately, it's Mandrell. Mm. I thought that was a type of baboon. Were those the, the, the old lady country singers? I think they would show up on sitcoms, and they were like triplets, maybe? I don't know. Sure. I don't know who they are. Uh, there was a Barbara Mandrell show that was very popular in the 70s. Hmm. Is that true, um, Dustin? We're going over oh. to Dustin now, who gets to pick a new category. I got to get in on entertainment before you guys use up all the questions I know in there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. For your first question in entertainment, what film marked Judd Apatow's directorial debut? Ah, oh, gosh. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, the first one I was aware of him doing was 
40-year-old version, but I'm certain he had stuff before that. That's my guess, though. Um, well, he didn't have anything before that. It is the 40-year-old virgin. Well done. Ah, thank you, Kelly Clarkson. I, all my experience being one really helped. <laughs> <laughs> Your second question in the round. What Fox TV series features Emmy nominees Angela Bassett, Connie Britton, and Peter Krause in its main cast? It's brand new, and it's about emergency stuff. Chicago 911. Uh, I believe it's just 911. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. I think it's in LA. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving over to. Oh, that hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> Moving over to Joe. Yes. Let's do um, geography, please. All right. On to geography. Your first question in geography, Joe. What is the capital city of Pakistan? Uh, Islamabad. Islamabad is correct. Second question. What word can be found in the former name of the country of Burkina Faso, a large lake in Ghana, and a river that also runs through Ghana? Is it Volta? It is Volta, much like the Mars. Mm -hmm. I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Your third question in the round of geography. Until completion of the Burj Khalifa, the world's tallest skyscraper was located in what Asian capital city? Uh, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia? Uh, no, unfortunately, that is not correct. Oh, is that was the Taipei 101? It is Taipei 101 in oh, Taiwan. <laughs> Taipei, Taiwan. Yep. So close to that wedge. Going to Greg. I, I'll stick with entertainment. <laughs> All right, back to entertainment. Uh, two Hearts, which went to number one in Australia, was the first single released after what singer revealed she had breast cancer during her 2005 showgirl, The Greatest Hits Tour. Uh, uh, it's, it's not Tony Braxton, is it? No, this is a, this is a favorite um, Aussie of mine and probably Neil's. Uh, this is Kylie Minogue. Mm. Yep. You'll get that wedge, Greg. I believe in you. <laughs> we'll get there. We're going over now to Dustin, who I assume is staying in entertainment. Yeah, but if it's any more of that Nickelodeon or Disney kid stuff, I'm throwing this computer through something. <laughs> well, start iCarly. Well, you're in luck. This one's not, but we'll see how you fare. What actor played Wade, the main character in 2018's Ready Player One? Ah. Uh. Distinctly not a Nickelodeon show. <laughs> I've seen it and heard it mentioned on ads for award shows and stuff. And I'm getting him confused with the Han Solo guy because I think it's a German-sounding name that isn't Alden Ehrenreich. Damn. It's just as teeny bopper as the Nickelodeon. <laughs> if, it was a, if you accept boring white boy, I would accept it. Uh, um... I'm going to just try and make Ryan happy with Horst Buchholz. <laughs> I uh, love you. Oh, I good. It did ma- I didn't know if it would make Ryan happy or not, so I'm glad it did. But unfortunately, the actor that played Wade was Ty Sheridan. Hmm. Okay. Wrong road. Back over to Joe, who I assume will stay in geography. Yes, please. 
All right. Your next question in geography. Aretes and fjords are both geographical formations created by what? Glaciers. Glaciers is correct for All the right. wedge. Says third one. And that means play goes back over to Greg. Wow. I think I'll go to entertainment this time. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody saw that coming. <laughs> if you were to replace the characters' names with the actors' names, what sitcom would have been titled Jenna and Thomas? Uh, uh, would it be Dharma and Greg? It would be Dharma and Greg. Well done. There's that wedge. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> oh. There's a happy birdie somewhere. Uh, New York City, the life. The life. So that takes it back to Dustin, who I assume is also staying in entertainment still? For now, yeah. All right. Your next question in entertainment. What rock band based out of Jacksonville, Florida, was led by Donnie Van Zant and is named after a cartridge designed by Smith & Wesson? 38 Special. 38 Special is correct. Your next question in the round. What actress was somehow cast as a nuclear physicist in the James Bond film, The World is Not Enough? you have any insight on that one, Neil? Oh, uh, yes. I (laughs) definitely know this one. It's James Bond, actually. (laughs) Never watches it. Says it's the worst. She's got a great character name in that, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Halle Berry. Uh, unfortunately, that one was the portrayal of Denise Richards playing what character, Ken? I believe it was Christmas Jones. Yeah, Dr. Christmas Jones. Doctor, excuse me, <laughs> Doctor Christmas Jones. Do not deprive the lady her yeah. her titles. My, my, my apologies. Uh, uh, Mr. Myers, uh, what is a wedge update over by you? Uh, currently, uh, Joe has three wedges. Dustin and Greg each have one. All right. And play goes over to Joe. What category would you like? I'll jump into history, please. Weirdly, I had that one queued up already. Thank you. Existing from 1600 to 1868, what was the name of the last feudal Japanese military government? Uh, The Tokugawa Shogunate. The Tokugawa Shogunate with a bullet. (laughs) Well done. We all knew that one in the studio. Yeah. (laughs) I I know Ken and I knew it. (laughs) Don't look at me. <laughs> no idea. It's Japanese. Come on. The shogunate? <laughs> you know this? I don't know, man. <laughs> Ken's actually in Japan right now. And this is just a surrogate body in the studio. <laughs> I look is like a surrogate body because I'm like, beard? he is focused in this direction because I'm not switching. But then, then Ken. All right. Back to Joe's next question in the history wedge. George Washington's Continental Army spent six months during the brutal winter of 1778, sorry, 1777 to 78. At what Pennsylvania encampment? Uh, Valley Forge. Valley Forge is correct. And your third question in the history round. What man held the titles of the sixth president of Peru, the first president of Bolivia, and the first president of Gran Colombia? I will go with Simón Bolivar. Simón Bolivar for the wedge. Wow. Wow. Nice. Running the table. That I'd be was sad beautiful. if that first one wasn't so hard. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't skate, you just killed. <laughs> Over to Greg. What category would you like to attempt? I'll try sports and leisure. Ah, back to sports and leisure. Uh, and we should be at number five. I believe that is correct. Your first question in sports and leisure. What man 
who played for the Patriots, Chiefs, Vikings, Bills, Cowboys, Titans, and now the Lions, is the only known quarterback in history to have started an NFL game without starting a game in college, where he played behind Carson Palmer and Matt Leinart at USC. Wow. Um, there wasn't a lot to Matt that one. knows it, odds are that he knows it, too. <laughs> I, 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 it doesn't come to mind right away. Can you repeat the teams again, please? Sure. Uh, I don't. I can't remember if this is in order or not, but I believe it is. Patriots, Chiefs, Vikings, Bills, Cowboys, Titans, and now the Lions. Uh, I, I does not come to me. I'm just gonna say uh, Matt Barkley. Ooh. You're on the right train of thought with Matt. Matt, do you know this one? Yeah, it's Matt Castle. It is Matt Castle. Castle, Castle. Who, uh, yeah, he backed those guys up, and then Mark Sanchez took over for him. So. What a journeyman. <laughs> put, put, putting in his time <laughs> that moves us over to Dustin who is going to try for an entertainment wedge I'm not going to try <laughs> oh. oh that's hot All right. number 20 yes indeed I can't believe we've gone through that many of them already but uh, sorry <laughs> I don't think we're, any of us are upset hey, I was just surprised there's, a, there's no apologies oh, in the upset. Kumite no apologies <laughs> you just got to do what you got to do all right. Who is the only person to have hosted all three major NBC news programs, The Today Show, NBC Nightly News, and Meet the Press? Lester Holt. Now, unfortunately, it's not Lester Holt. Um, I'm actually quite a big fan of him recently. He appeared with Sasha Barrett Cohen and uh, kind of told him to get lost. Uh, this is Tom Brokaw. Mm. I'm a big fan too. Not a bad author either. Play moves back to Joe. Would you like science and nature or art and literature? Let's try arts and literature, please. Arts and literature it is. All right. And your first question in arts and literature, Joe. In 1922, what British writer, when he wasn't writing stories featuring his most famous creation, published The Coming of the Fairies, in which he revealed just how much he truly believed fairies existed? Ooh, uh, let's go with J.M. Barry. Unfortunately, that was Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Oh, really? Wow. Dude was convinced hardcore that fairies were real. Wow. Did That's not part of that. why he split with uh, Houdini as friends, I think, was that some of that kind of stuff. Really? Yeah. It's worth Big reading up on the two of them. Grab <laughs> what category would you like? I would like to try with sports and leisure again. All righty. All right, back to sports and leisure. Last Number six. Yep. Good deal. Thank you. Uh, in Super Mario Brothers 3, the level end bosses were collectively known by what alliterative name? The Goomba Guys. Ah, mm. wrong villain. It's the Koopa Kids. Oh, wow. Mm. Over to Dustin seeking that entertainment wedge. I was twenty-one last time. That was my mistake. <laughs> I might get this one. I hope so. I think you might, actually. Also something you can see on your local morning news, what jazz fusion group of the 70s and 80s featured Wayne Shorter on saxophone? And uh, Jaco Pistorius and the Weather Report. It is the Weather Report. Well done. Finally. <laughs> 
Oh. It has happened to me. <laughs> that's a that's a <laughs> hard fought uh, hard fought piece there. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For ninety dollars more, I can upgrade you to our shred membership. For hundred and thirty more, you'll be a swole member. And for just three hundred dollars more, you'll reach sweat platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May tenth. See Home Club for details. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with Nerd Wallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. All right, play goes over to Joe. Let's stick with arts and literature. All right, back to arts and literature. And your question there. Who wanted the 18... Oh, it should be painted, not wanted. I'm stupid. Yes, that's fair. Yes, you are I would, have, I would have gotten there in the end. Who painted the 1889 work Irises, which is on display at the Getty Museum in Los Angeles? Monet. That was Vincent van Gogh. Ooh. Oh, no, yeah. Darn it. Monet did water lilies. Yeah. The flowers. Right. Yeah. All right. Sorry, guys. Over to Greg. I'll stick with sports and leisure. All right. And sports and leisure is your category. Oh, these are in alphabetical order. I'm being dumb. Okay. Um, four of the first five picks in the 1989 NFL draft found their way into the NFL Hall of Fame in Canton. Name any two of those four gentlemen. So let's see. 1989, and they probably went for about 10 years or so. Ray Lewis and... Um, Tim Brown. Oh, All right. Uh, you would have had to have Troy Aikman, Derek Thomas, and there was a duo of Sanders, both Barry and Dion. Let's go say Dion. <laughs> uh, we are moving on over to Dustin. You're going to pick a new category. It's about time. <laughs> um, let's try geography, please. Geography, please. You got I know it. that's not about time, but yeah. I'm... Uh, number five. Indeed. In Italian, it's called Servino. In French, it's called Mont Servine. What is it called in German? A wide-eyed stare from Dustin. <laughs> now he's just hamming it up. I like oh, it though. Oh. Yeah, now I'm just eye dancing. <laughs> oh, good lord. Um, uh, the Matterhorn. It is the Matterhorn. Oh. 
like it's it's the Disney one. What after after all that sweating, that, that word was not in my brain till just then. A good thing it showed up in time. The Sol de Mayo is the national emblem of what two countries on whose flags they appear? Can I hear one more time? The Sol de Mayo is the national emblem of what two countries on whose flags they appear? Son of May, Brazil. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to try uh, Bolivia and Colombia. You are in the right neck of the woods. You just had to go a little bit further south. That is Argentina and Uruguay. Okay. Over to Joe. You're going to stick with arts and literature or move to science and nature? Let's stick with arts and literature. All right, and your next question in arts and literature. I am the wife of Mao Zedong is a harsh aria performed in what opera? I am the wife of Mao Zedong. Let's go with the opera Nixon in China. It is Nixon in China. I've nice. never heard of that. Never heard of that either. Good job, Joe. English language opera. Came out in the 70s. Mm-hmm. All right, your next question in the arts and literature category. What 1992 cyberpunk novel by Neil Stevenson features a main character named Hero Protagonist and has a conce- uh, has a concept based sorry Let me reread. What 1992 cyberpunk novel by Neil Stevenson features a main character named Hero Protagonist and had a concept basically stolen by Ready Player 1? Hmm. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Don't know. Let's go with um the Last Starfighter? No, unfortunately, that was uh, the novel Snow Crash. Mm. Snow Crash. All right. Awesome. So good. <laughs> it is excellent. Uh, I mean, I'll check it out, I guess. Snow Crash. All right. Um, I'm, I'm going to stick with Sports and Leisure. All right. Greg is back on Sports and Leisure. Number eight. Indeed. Thank you, sir. I just have trouble finding the categories. Um... Often found in sushi restaurants, what, when marinated in vinegar and sugar, makes gari? Since I have no idea how this is sports and leisure, I'm going to say I, have, I, don't, I don't know. Food is leisure. Okay. For you, maybe. <laughs> For me, it's a Business. sport. <laughs> I, I, I tap out. All Joey Chestnut is that? <laughs> it is not Joey Chestnut. Oh. Uh, it is ginger. Mm. It's I the have, pink pickle ginger. You I did have a hunch on that one. I kind of figured. My favorite Spice Girl. <laughs> nice. Well played. Matt Hallowell. I'm, I'm at, I'm at, <laughs> imaginary points to Matt for that one. Uh, we're moving over to Dustin. Do you want to stay in geography? I'd like to climb that Matterhorn. All right. Let's give it a go. And your next question in geography. The Chinese cities of Guangzhou, Hong Kong, Macau, and Shenzhen are all found in the delta area of what river? Finally, a language I can actually read. (laughs) I used to be able to long ago. Um, I'm going to uh, say the Yangtze River Delta. Uh, that is the Pearl River Delta. Mm. Mm. Didn't know it. Okay, it looks like Joe's next. 
He is. Six with arts and literature, please. You got it. All right, and your next question in arts and literature. Dorothea Lang is an artist best known for doing what kind of art? Uh, photography. She's known for her photography. Well done. And then he needs one more for the wedge. He does need one more All for right. the wedge. Correct. Is that his four, that's his fourth wedge. Yeah. Okay. The head, the foot, the pedals, the soundboard, and the strings are all part of what instrument? Head, foot, soundboard. Oh, I'm, I think I narrowed it down to two. Can you say the, the, the things again? The sure. Once more. The head, foot, pedals, soundboard, and strings. Oh, boy. I'll jump with harp. What was your other guess? Piano. Often heard uh, to Matt descending a staircase, it is the harp. Wow. <laughs> oh, boy. Thank you so much. <laughs> nice work. Joe completes his fifth wedge. Yeah, one more. Over to Greg. Uh, I'll stick with sports and leisure. Sports and leisure it is. And I am back. All right. All right. And your next question in sports and leisure, Greg. Name either of the only two dog breeds recognized by the American Kennel Club whose name begins with the letter O. Well, I'm out on this one, as you guys know. Because <laughs> Ken knows everything there is to know about dogs. Yep, that's right. Lay it on him. Yep. Uh, I know very little about dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I Oxford Shepherd. Ooh. You're not in the, in the wrong area if you say Oxford. It's the Old English Sheepdog. And the otter hound, mm. the famous otter hound. Yeah. There's, there's no such thing as the Olbermann pincher. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a uh, like a Doberman yeah. pincher, but much more liberal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old yeller. Uh, Dustin, you sticking with geography? Yeah, I got to. Fair enough. Okay. Number eight. Number eight, indeed. Your next question, Dustin, in geography: What is the most populous city in India? I think it's Mumbai. You think correct. It is Mumbai. Your One next... more for that wedge, am I right? I believe mm-hmm. you are right. Well, we'll see how you do on... it. <laughs> we'll see how you do on this next one. In what city would you find George Bush Intercontinental Airport? Okay. Uh, Houston. You are correct. It is Houston wow. for the wedge. Nice done. Except his third. Wow, making some headway there. Yeah. I feel like that's like and a Game of Thrones. We are going over to Joe, who now only has science and nature left. And uh, right. if, slow down, it, Joe. Come on. If it wasn't, <laughs> if it wasn't evidenced by the fact that these are all terribly hard, I wrote all of the science and nature <laughs> questions. So. I feel like we need a T-shirt mm-hmm. after this that just and says. I, I outsourced a lot of the sports questions to Matt on this one too. If it was the I survived the sport, <laughs> the science <laughs> and nature questions, right? Now we should have a t-shirt that says for the wedge. There you go. I like it. Your next question in science and nature, Joe. Raindrops are often depicted as being a teardrop shape, but evidence and research shows depending on the size, they're shaped either like a hamburger or what Mesoamerican crop staple. Mesoamerican crop staple. Like a corn kernel. Uh, they are shaped like kidney beans. Oh, oh sure. 
right. I would have guessed Corn <laughs> Kernel as well. Yeah. I haven't zoomed in on a raindrop recently. So. They're very weird. Over to Greg. I'll stick with Sports and Leisure. All right. Sports and Leisure it is to Greg. You think I figured out where these categories are? We're good. Okay. Um, Number 10. Yes. I was trying to figure out how to pronounce that. Korobeniki. That's what I figured. You can spell it out too if you'd like. Perfect. Korobeniki is the memorable theme song for what video game? Uh, Legend of Zelda. Uh, no, this is more of a, uh, a classic uh, video game. This is Tetris. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. This is a hard, hard episode this week. This is the final three. It's got to be hard. It's got to be hard. We're over to Dustin now, who gets to pick a new category. You have sports and leisure, arts and literature, or history. I'm just going to have to keep waiting on that sports till the end and just take the bullet. So I'm going to go uh, arts and literature for now. All right. Back yeah. to arts and literature for Dustin. Uh, number seven. The 1922 novel. The Enormous Room was written by what poet about his time imprisoned in France during the First World War, where we could assume his shift key was stolen from him? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. I appreciate the only reason that I'm going to get this is the shift key thing. (laughs) Uh, It's a, let me make sure I have it right. It's a, E.E. E. Cummings. E.E. E. Cummings is correct. And I forgot it was, was stylized like that. So I was secretly hoping you were going to say K.D. Lang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or okay. bell, maybe Bell Hooks. That's a little bit early for Bell Hooks. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I was not surprised question. that Ryan was the only person who knew what I was talking about. <laughs> bell Hooks is wonderful. All right. Yes, your next question in the round. In 1987... Andreas Serrano took a controversial photograph of a crucifix submerged allegedly... In what fluid? That was called the Piss Christ, the actual piece of art. So, pee-pee. <laughs> uh, I believe if you're in the movie Apollo 13, that would be the Constellation Urine. Yes, you're in. <laughs> I was just going to say that's qu- question number one. but <laughs> <laughs> This Piss Carry Christ, on. good work. You even yeah. got the title. Yeah, that's quite good. Your next question in the round, and I believe this is for the wedge. Aaron Copeland wrote a 1938 ballet about what famous American outlaw? I'm going to have to guess Billy the Kid. It's a good guess. Billy the Kid is correct. Momentums. So did he just, (laughs) did he sweep around? He Mm -hmm. did. Very good. And the leg. This is Kumite. Come on. It looks like we're going over to Joe. Your next question in science and nature. At the right temperature and pressure, elements and molecules can experience what phenomena of unusual equilibrium, which happens at 273.16 Kelvin and a partial vapor pressure of 611.657 pascals for water? Hold on. Let me, let me zoom in on Neil here. I'm having a <laughs> conniption. Uh, is this called stasis? Uh, this is the triple point. Hmm. Oh, triple point. I've heard that at one point in, my in life. which it exists at three different phases of matter yeah okay i, I felt like a triple pointed dagger just went through my heart with that question jeez <laughs> all right over to greg um i think i'll try sports and leisure this time. <laughs> yeah <laughs> makes sense back to sports and leisure in what wouldn't be his final televised collaboration what player set the all-time nfl sack record with a little help from his buddy brett Favre? 
What's it? Lawrence Taylor? Uh, no, you're going to see his face all over morning shows and evening shows and coverage oh. everywhere. <laughs> this is Michael Strahan. Over to Dustin, you have sports and history. I'm still going to save sports till the bitter end, so history, please. You got it. Your question in history. One of the very richest people in history was Mansa Musa, who ruled what West African empire during the early 14th century? Whatever. (laughs) (sighs) Um, This is Coney, right? Coney 2012? Is that not him? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, uh, the, the Zulu Empire. Um, unfortunately, Matt did not help you on this. No, uh, on his pilgrimage to uh, Mecca, he threw out gold bars, basically, uh, as he went along on his travels. Mansa Musa was the ruler of Mali. And that was an empire, okay. It right. was indeed. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z doesn't pop it. He rocks Tom Ford. <laughs> Uh, moving over to Joe, science and nature. Yep. Science Unless you and... want another category. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can go through sports and leisure again, but I think we need to finish this out. <laughs> uh, science and nature. We will get there. What strong bacteria is capable of pulling a weight 100,000 times its own weight? Though it's mostly known for catching headlines from infecting over 33 million people a year, and its resistance is continually increasing due to antibiotics not being as effective as they used to. Oh. A bacteria. Peace. I'm not sure. Uh, shoots. Measles. No, unfortunately, the uh, the strength of this bacteria is is catching on in more ways than one. This is gonorrhea. Oof. Gonorrhea, I see now. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, over to Greg, sticking with sports and leisure. Yes, I am. All right, and your next question in sports and leisure. What is the official cocktail of the Kentucky Derby? Hmm. That's a little bit of sport and a little bit of leisure. I... Is it the? Is it called mint julep? Yeah, it is called the mint julep. Well done. A delicacy. That's terrible. You don't want to drink that. You okay over there? I I hate mint julep. (laughs) Matt's having like a horrifying flashback or of some sort. He's having a conniption of his own. I I I watched the derby at an off-track betting site and ordered a mint julep. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they looked at me like I was an idiot, which I was. So that's fair. Fair. All right. All right. And Greg's next question in sports and leisure. Basketball legends Julius Irving and George Gervin both spent successful time in the ABA playing with what team based in Norfolk, Virginia? The Stars. Ah, that was the Virginia Squires. Wow. Over to Dustin, who is going to go to history again, I assume. I don't have one right in it yet, though, right? No, so you can do sports if you want. I don't. I'm hoping <laughs> Joe's just going to put me out of my misery before I even get there. So let's, let's do some more history. All right, your, your next question in history. 
Francis Gary Powers was an American pilot most closely associated with what alphanumeric combination in 1960. And the name of love, it was the U-2. Well done. I like that reference. That was the U-2 spy plane incident, correct? He's pulling himself out from his bootstraps. <laughs> Your next question may be a little bit contentious, but uh, what famous racist won 46 electoral votes in 1968's U.S. presidential election as part of the American Independent Party? He was controversial. The question checks out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, George Wallace. George Wallace is in, is, is correct. And uh, he, I think he he was incorrect. Yes, yeah. George <laughs> Wallace was incorrect. This might be the one time where George Wallace is correct. <laughs> and the last question to complete this part of the pie for you: the first Roman triumvirate was composed of Julius Caesar, Crassus, and what third man? I think Hulk Hogan uh, was the third man, isn't it? <laughs> I think it was Orson Welles. <laughs> Crassus was. <laughs> but whose Crassus. side is he on? Crassus. 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 I'm gonna have to go with Brutus. Ah, it was the it was Pompey the Great. Mm-hmm. Good old Pompey. Pompey. Yep. Fair enough. Over to Joe. Yep. Science and nature it up. All right. On number ten. <clears throat> As of its classification of 2016. The mesen- uh, ooh, take two. As of its classification in 2016, the mesentery joint, uh, sorry, take three. As of its classification in 2016, the mesentery joins the ranks as the newest member of what collection, comprising of about 80 members? Mesentery. 80 members. Oh, jeez. I'll go with dwarf planets. Uh, so in 2016, the mesentery was identified as the newest organ of the human body. Oh. So it's the oh, most yeah, recently discovered organ. Oh, oh, yeah. What is it? <laughs> it's uh, it's actually in your uh, near your intestines. So I couldn't okay. tell you the function off the top of my head. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, I, I was surprised that they've identified 80 total different distinct organs. But that's one All of them. Right. I only have three. <laughs> Okay, we are down to Greg for sports and leisure. Yes. Number 14. Your next question, Greg. In the UK original, he's called Dr. Black. But in the American version of the game, what is the name of this victim? I, I have no idea. Uh, this is Mr. Mr. Body from Clue. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. Up to Dustin, who is one question away from getting his historical wedge. Let's get hysterical. And number eight. <laughs> All right. What world leader was assassinated by her own bodyguards October 31st, 1984? Uh, seems too late. Imelda Marcos. Unfortunately, it was an Indira Gandhi. Yeah, that was my third. Okay. 
Over to Joe. Yep. Science and nature for number 11. Indeed. Lightning strikes superheat the air around them to tens of thousands of degrees, which allow them to naturally make which greenhouse gas by splitting apart oxygen molecules in the air? Um, they go with carbon monoxide. Uh, they combine uh, stray oxygen atoms into making ozone, O3. Ozone. Oh, jeez. I went to the other one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep, you won't find any uh, liquid dreams with ozone, that's for sure. <laughs> that's just O-Town, right? Yes. Yeah. It's all or nothing for me. Uh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that's good to laugh. <laughs> Sports and Leisure number 15. All right, for Greg. In an earlier iteration of one of this year's FIFA World Cup semifinal matches, what two teams faced off in the 2017 Davis Cup Finals, and which team won, just like they did in the soccer match? I will say Croatia versus England. Croatia won. Uh, So unfortunately, in the semifinal match, France defeated Belgium to move on to the finals. (laughs) It was the other one. Oh, that was heartbreaking. <laughs> Dustin going for history. Number. Oh my God, this is hilarious. Number nine. nine. Yeah. Number nine. Or, or sorry, your uh, your next question, Dustin. In history, Ferdinand Marcos was a kleptocrat who <laughs> served as both. Oh jeez. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> okay. Do I, I, shall I, shall I finish? Fair enough. Ferdinand Marcus was a kleptocrat who served both as president and prime minister of what country during the 60s, 70s, and 80s? The Philippines. The Philippines is correct. I believe that is your uh, your wedge, too. That is true. You have collected five wedges. You are tied with Joe. Wow. So, if, correct me if I'm wrong. If Joe finishes his category right now, uh, that will force Dustin and Greg into showdown right away. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely true. So, right. Joe, let's get okay. some science and nature questions for you. Number 12. No, all right, let's do it. <laughs> all right, your question here: When sound wave, ex- uh, when sound wave, ex- you can't. I can't speak. It's your own question. I know all I the other ones are fine. Apparently, <laughs> when sound waves excite an imploding bubble, it can cause what phenomena to occur? When sound waves excite to what was it again? An imploding bubble. Uh, jeez. A uh, shockwave? Uh, it's actually, they create light. It's called sonoluminescence. Wow. Okay. Over to Greg for sports and leisure. Number 16. Come back on. <laughs> <laughs> That's the attitude. Number 16. What sports league awards the Art Ross Trophy to the league's leader in points? Uh, the NHL. The NHL. Hey. hey, there you go. On your way. Your next question in the round. Which grapefruit juice is also present? Sorry. <laughs> it should be while, I guess. I, I guess, yes. Sorry, I'm so stupid. No worries. I mean, I'm impressed by how many questions there are. While grapefruit juice is also present, what is the main fruit flavor of an IBA official Seabreeze cocktail? Uh, peach. Uh, no, unfortunately, that is cranberry. Hmm. 
Over to Dustin, who's going to get the next sports question to finish out his pie. I need three of them, don't I? Yes, sir. Okay. So I need to get the next bunch. <laughs> and uh, Oh, yeah, the next sports question. Woo. Before OKC stole the Seattle Supersonics, they were the temporary home of what franchise in 2005? I just got to remember what the name is. Um, uh, God, it was the, I think it was the New Orleans team because this is a Katrina thing. Um, uh, God. The Jazz. Uh, no, unfortunately, at that time, they were the New Orleans Hornets. Mm-hmm. That popped in my head, but I got Charlotte all confused in there. Yeah. Is that where they end up going? Charlotte moved to New Orleans, and then uh, New Orleans changed their name to the Pelicans when the Charlotte team got an expansion franchise and changed their name to the charlotte hornets it's very convoluted (laughs) it's a little Um, convoluted that brings us over to joe for more science and nature yes please oh my god yes i'm so glad we're far enough to read this question jeff i love you (laughs) Uh Uh (laughs) this Uh one's mostly funny uh when people say that it's hot as balls they're probably being (laughs) hyperbolic but what temperature would actually make something as hot as human testicles (laughs) And there's an appropriate range. You can be within the range. Wait, uh, what? <laughs> what? How hot are your testicles? <laughs> and we're talking like degrees, not like attractiveness level. Now? Oh, well, the answer to both. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I think it'd be cooler than body temperature, so less than 98.6. Like nine, 90, 97 degrees? Oh, you're just a little high of the range. Uh, 94 to 96 is generally considered oh. to be a comfortable range. <laughs> yeah. And humidity at 100%. Yeah. <laughs> but you were dead on. You, you definitely know it that. It, yeah. I suppose it would also vary based on your amount of ballroom. Yeah. Yeah. Over to. <laughs> this is. This Greg is the... get sports question 19. All right. Yes. Question 19. All right. The next question to Greg in sports and leisure. Any card game involving players attempting to be the first to get rid of all of their cards is generally referred to by what numerical name? Uh, 13. Uh, any of those would be Crazy 8s games. Mm. Uh, I was going to say yeah. Uno. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin in the same category. Dustin with the next one. What king of stock car racing has the most NASCAR Cup Series wins of all time with 200, nearly double runner-up David Pearson? If there's anything I know less about than basketball, it's probably the NASCAR. Um, Richard Petty. There is only one king, Richard Petty. Sweet. (laughs) I didn't know he was the king. Wow. Good job. You picked up on a clue and you didn't know anything about it. I really didn't. All right, your next question in the round. This year, Rafael Marquez became the third player in FIFA history to play in five consecutive men's World Cups. For which nation does Marquez play? Spain. He plays for Mexico, unfortunately. Mm. Wow, so close. We're getting there. That was not close. Spain and Mexico are very far apart. (laughs) No, no, I just mean he was so close to getting his wedge. (laughs) Over to Joe. Back to Joe. All right. 
Iron is what gives hemoglobin its characteristic red color. Hemocyanin, on the other hand, gives blood from many arthropods a bluish tint due to the presence of what elemental metal? I'll go with copper. It is copper. Wow. Right. It's off the schneid. (laughs) (laughs) Your next question in the round. Contraction of erector pili muscles cause what common autonomic reflex? Uh, Neil, it's not the reflex you're thinking. Yes. Can you say that once more? (laughs) Contraction of erector pili muscles cause what common autonomic reflex? I'll go with a hiccup. Uh, unfortunately, sharing their name with the R.L. Stein series, those are Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Mm. Oh, yeah. Pili. Okay. Yeah. So two more left for Joe, correct? Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. And and Dustin. And Dustin. Number 22 to Greg. All right, Greg. Grant Chester, Four in Hand, Windsor, and Pratt are just four ways to do what, which authors Thomas Fink and Yang Mao published 85 Ways of Doing in their 1999 book. Is that tie a tie? It is tying a necktie. Well done. Piece number two. And we're over to Dustin. Next question of the sports and leisure round. He keeps going, doesn't he? No, he he finished finished his piece. piece. Oh, okay. Next question to Dustin in the round. What two words can precede the following words to create the names of a popular video, uh, popular series of video games? Asylum, City, Origins, and Night. Arkham. Can you give us the word before that, please? Batman. Batman, Arkham. Yes, that is was correct. It, was it two words? Sorry, it did, I, I, yeah, yeah, it was two, it's word. okay. two words. Mm-hmm. That is correct. And for... Oh. That took way too long. <laughs> I get Chris Farley on here every time. <laughs> Okay, so Dustin's next question is for all six pieces. Wow. Wow. For the wedge. Don't call it's a big it a comeback. comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Your question in the round. What flamethrower holds the record for the most no hitters thrown in MLB history with seven? Really thought I was gonna have to come up with the name of a flamethrower. <laughs> God. That's how I enjoy my leisure time. Yes. What is Lucky Elon Randy Musk Johnson? Here? No, that was Nolan Ryan. I'm going to always be blindly guessing at baseball. It sucks. <laughs> Science and nature for Joe is number 16. Indeed. This is intense. This is a this is a shorter question. Brass is a combination of which two elemental metals? Okay. Brass is oh boy. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Sorry. I feel like I should, I should know this. Uh I've heard this one so many times. I forget it every time yeah. I hear it. Same. I keep guessing the same wrong answer every time and it keeps being wrong for some reason. It's, yeah, really it's weird how it never changes. <laughs> I know. Aluminum and copper. Uh, you're half right with copper. The other one is zinc. 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 Darn it. Yeah. Aluminum and copper is also what I always guess, too. <laughs> uh, Greg, on. you get to pick a category. Ooh. I'll go with geography. Geography to Greg. All right. Uh, number 10. Yes. With about 1.2 million people, what is the most populous city in the Canadian province of Alberta? Oh. Yeah, I have it down to two. Um, I'll say Calgary. 
It is Calgary. <laughs> Calgary. <laughs> Your next question in the round. Name either of the two divisions into which the U.S. Census separates the region they call the Northeast. Uh, I'll say... No, that would not be that region. Um... I'll have another guess. North Atlantic. Uh, the, those are the Mid-Atlantic and New England. Mm. Say Mid-Atlantic. Okay, sorry. <laughs> or Dustin is now going for the win with this sports question. All right. Your next question in the round. Sharing its name with a sport, what darts game sees players try to open or close the numbers 15 through 20 plus the bullseye? Uh, cricket. That is cricket. Wow. Thank God. Wow. I wrote 25 questions for each category, and that was the 25th one. I had no idea what the f*** we were going to do if I did not get that right. Oh, I could have just asked sports questions. <laughs> That's we just, true. And we just got the second hard F of our web series. <laughs> so that means that Greg and Joe will be going to the showdown. Showdown music. Beginning with the lyrics, don't know why... There's no sun up in the sky. What jazz standard was first sung by Ethel Waters at the Cotton Club in 1933, but later became the signature song for the inimitable Lena Horne? I'm locked in. And I will challenge. Okay. Uh, Did he get the challenge in before the lock or no? We'll accept. Challenge accept. Challenge Okay, so uh, Joe, what did you guess? Uh, Midnight in Paris. And Greg? Uh, stormy weather. The answer is stormy weather. Mm. Ah, all right. Well done. Next one, question two. What mathematic term comes from the Arabic for reunion of broken parts? Locked in. I'm locked in. All right, Greg, what did you guess? I just said integration. And Joe? I said algebra. From the Arabic al-Jabar, that is algebra. Mm-hmm. Question three. In Dr. Seuss's The Sneetches, the Sneetches that have what shape on their bellies are prejudicial to Sneetches with blank bellies? I'm locked in. Yeah, me too. Uh... Joe, what'd you guess? I said diamonds. And Greg? I said star. Those are star-bellied sneeches. Wow. wow. Sneeches get sneeches. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. In 1977, he served as his own attorney and, because of this, was excused by the judge from wearing shackles and handcuffs. And, during a recess, he visited the courthouse library and jumped from a second-story window and escaped for six days. Who is this iconic American criminal? I'm locked in with a guess. Yeah, might even be the wrong decade. Already, Greg, what'd you say? I said Al Capone. I, I have no idea. And Joe? I guess Whitey Bulger. Correct answer is Ted Bundy. Ooh. Number five, the beautiful innocent Odette 
and the menacing Odile, daughter of an evil sorcerer who has enchanted Odette, are two roles typically played by the same performer in productions of what 1877 work? I'm locked in. All right, that is time. Greg, do you have a guess? I'll just say Odette No Deal is the name. Odette No Deal. (laughs) Joe, what do you guess? I guess Pygmalion. Correct answer is Swan Lake. Mm. Swan Lake, sure, yeah. Number six. What composite laminated material was created by Westinghouse Electric Corporation in 1912 and shares its name with the genus of animals that includes wood ants, field ants, and mound ants? Locked in and I'll challenge. Ooh, Alrighty, big move here. I'm locked. I'm locked I don't know. Greg does not know. And uh, Joe? Uh, Formica. Formica is correct yeah. for two oh, points. Nice. Uh, an ant a farm is called a formicary. I'm getting fired uh, up over here. Have this, been is, used. this is stressful. I also lied. We have a second question that has the word butt in it. <laughs> butt, lap, bridle, finger, mitre, M-I-T-R-E, Dovetail and groove are all examples of joints most commonly used when working with what material? Locked in. I'm locked in. Greg, what is your guess? Silver. (laughs) And Joe? I said wood. Those are woodworking joints. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to question eight. What 11-letter G word, as in grandmother, is defined as, quote, a scruffy and badly behaved child who spends most of their time on the street and is used to describe Eliza and My Fair Lady? You know this one, Neil? Yeah. You're uh, shaking your head quite a bit. It doesn't really matter if we know them, though. That is time. You guys have guesses? I'm gerrymander. Gerrymander? Yeah. <laughs> the word is gutter snipe. Uh, Gutters. Whoa. Wow, that's it's a great insult. <laughs> Ger- gerrymander is also a pretty great insult. <laughs> <You're> gerrymander. <laughs> Eleven letters. Question number nine. In which country would you find the famous Casino de Monte Carlo? Locked in. Locked in. Greg, what is your guess? Spain. Spain and Joe. Monaco. Correct answer is Monaco. Mm. Question number 10. Race riots broke out on the 4th of July, 1910, after white people were enraged that what boxer defeated former undefeated heavyweight champion James J. Jeffries in a boxing match, thus ending the dream of the, quote, great white hope? Um, Locked in. Locked in. Uh, Greg, what's your guess? Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis and uh, Joe? Jack Johnson. Correct answer is Jack mm. Johnson. And with that, Joe has won by a score of six to three. Uh, wow. Well done. It's all done to those bubbly toes. Yeah. Excellent job Banana to Joe. Pancakes. Greg, you made top three. Uh, any thoughts on that? And any final words before you go? You know, it's a sense of relief now that the pressure's <laughs> off. <laughs> this is great. This is a great, great concept. Uh, Thank you. Best of, best of luck to the finalists. And thanks. You did great, Thank you Greg. So much yeah, you were, thanks you were for joining awesome. us. Yeah, you yeah, really did really well. Uh, if I learned anything today, it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
yeah, Greg, uh, even though you uh, you did a spear and you did some uh, some jackhammers and uh, and some other you know AAs and whatnot, wrestling, uh, wrestling, 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 you did a wrestling, and uh, unfortunately, <laughs> it was not enough to defeat uh, Chong Li, who will be going to the final with Frank Dukes. Uh, but we we bid you uh, a good day. Thank you very much for joining us for supporting the show. And uh, let's give you one final kumite in three, two, one. Kumite. kumite. Thank you, Greg. Thanks See you around, buddy. Thank you so much for playing, dude. You were awesome. See you, Greg. Take care. All right. And Goodness. with that, we have our final two contestants. Wow. All this... right. This is super exciting. This is uh, this is intense. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have uh, Dustin Resch and Joe Wen in the final next week on Triviality Bloodsport. Triviality <laughs> Who invaded Spain in the 8th century? That's a joke. The Moors. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's the Moops. The correct answer is the Moops. Moops? Let me see that. That's not Moops, you jerk. It's Moors. It's a misprint. I'm sorry. The card says Moops. <laughs> As a long-time foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts.